0: Okay, so I have two intros for today, but I want to start with one, which is an apology correction. Last week, I made a joke saying that Peoria, Illinois was the Detroit of Illinois.
1: Oh no, someone came Obviously at cracking
0: a joke at the city of Detroit. Uh, mean-spirited, one might say. Well, I did some research, and I went to Detroit. Oh. <laughs> I did, I did. My, my brother <clears throat> moved up to Michigan, suburbs of Detroit and i went to visit him and the people to the people of detroit you have a lovely city and are a lovely people and i apologize i th- so no one came at you no but i listened to it and i felt bad <laughs> <laughs> as i was editing i was like oh oh <laughs> um but intro number 2 is um perhaps the most like too late thing i've ever seen uh i got an ad today for A Peacock original program called Joe and Carol. And it is the story of Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin, who were the subjects of the Tiger King documentary. Oh, wow.
1: Um, And
0: it's Kate McKinnon and someone I don't remember playing, uh, not Joe Rogan, Joe Exotic. Um, Are you, did you watch Tiger King back in the day?
1: So that was when the pandemic first came out, and yeah, everyone was talking about came it. First um, Yeah. <laughs> right, at, right at the release of the pandemic. Yeah, at launch. Um, and then that was like what everyone watched, because that was the time when it was still fun for everyone. And they're like, this isn't going to last more than a week.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, I did not get into it. Uh, at that time, I was like catching up on my Vigi games and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was like so popular. Um, Claire had to make cookies. Someone ordered cookies because she used to do custom made cookies for people. Yeah, uh, and she like put Joe Exotic on cookies for people. Oh, that's because cool. they were that in love with it. Um, and then we sat down to watch it. We got through like two episodes, and I just felt like this isn't fun. <laughs>
0: No, no. It was weird that like people th- found it to be like fun. Yeah, because it is it is like the kind of thing that I watch and then I want to go take a shower.
1: Yeah, like, like like these are real animals, and I think like I, yes. I'm not like I, I I'm not like the the hugest like person out there like you know like 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 you know, protesting zoos and everything like that, but like. I'm telling you after watching that I, I thought I was like, you know, I might get my handcuffs out and prevent, you know, lock myself <laughs> sure. to a zoo, you know? Like I do. Sorry. I do.
0: And and it's it's it is so interesting. It's it's like what you just said. It's so interesting that people got so like amped up over it cuz I mean yeah. like it does sh- like real quick trigger warning for suicide. Uh it does show someone take their own life or or it shows someone's honest reaction to it as they watched it happen through like CCTV. Yeah. Uh, Not a very fun episode of that (laughs) program. So it's, it's just, it's so weird that we are getting this show uh, 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 on Peacock, like, you know, two, almost two years after, or really, really almost two years after that was like a big thing. And it says, uh, like, experience the untold story. Now, I watched all of Tiger King, and obviously <laughs> document documentaries, like, they are not objective truth, and they can show facts in a certain light to make a convincing argument while leaving other things out, right? And I have to imagine that Tiger King does that as well. I mean, just to help shape that narrative, right? Yeah, to to yeah. talk about, like, to make their point and to show how shocking and, and crazy all this stuff is. But, like... I don't know. It seemed like I got most of that story. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I, that that documentary definitely framed Carol Baskin as being a weirdo, which she may or may not have been. Uh, but like at the end of the day, also, I don't think she was as weird or as horrible as uh, what's his name was.
1: Yeah, well, if I'm correct, like she was kind of framed to be a villain almost in that.
0: He, they framed her to be a villain because. Uh, joe exotic accused her of murdering her abusive ex-husband
1: right and her whole thing was she was trying to shut down this like abusive zoo yes <laughs> like, yes so okay maybe so just, maybe she yeah. did murder or whatever but like
0: it, it, right like when you're, when you're looking at like what's like the context of that thing uh, of her murdering this person who abused her and then also like Everything going on with Joe Exotic. Right, right. It's right, like these right. two oh. things are not equivalent. So I just, it was so wild. <laughs> and I was like, well, when is this fucking coming out? March 4th. So like three or like four days from right now, essentially. Um, which is just hilarious to me because it's like, I've not heard a single person talk about this. I didn't, I, I remember them saying like, we've casted these people in the Tiger King movie or series or whatever, like, you know, in. May of 2020, and then just never hearing about it again, and then now four days apart. it is, its release. I saw an ad, and I said, I just don't think I care. Uh, adding,
1: so, yeah. adding to the the shocking nature of this, that lets you know that this whole show, show was like conceived, written, produced, and almost released during this pandemic, which has been going on forever
0: yes yes it is it is a weird little time capsule isn't it of saying oh people are really interested in this thing yeah and then maybe misunderstanding why (laughs) that caught so like the attention in the way that it did where it was just this like really shocking sensational thing Yeah, yeah yeah when no when there was nothing else to kind of do um so, yeah, if someone watches that show, I'm not going to, but I'm not. If, if you watch it, if someone watches it, I'd love to know if it's interesting or not. <laughs> but um let tweet, you can tweet at us. Hey, at HitboxPod on Twitter. You DM <laughs> us or, or tweet at us or send us an email at Hitbox uh, at gmail.com because this is Hitbox. What's in the fucking box? what's going on everyone welcome back to hitbox for episode number 81 my name is peter hunt Spitek, and joining me as always is my wonderful friend co-host i I was gonna say and partner Uh but i'm that sound like there's a new connotation to that word well see Uh, it was
1: funny because i thought in my head friend co-host and lover was the that was the following but i didn't know where you were with it no i got it it. no don't worry yeah okay okay it's fine
0: um so you know Listener, choose whichever <laughs> final <laughs> you, you sort of descriptor you put the third want thing in that.
1: In there. See, yes, yeah. please,
0: please. Uh, Justin Makovich, How are you? How are you doing?
1: I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was in an airport for a majority of the day yesterday. Yes, uh, yes. Multiple airports. In fact, three airports. Three? Um, yeah, I was. so I was in Palm Springs
0: mm-hmm.
1: for uh, Bachelor Boy Weekend. Um, I, I, think, I don't know if I said this before, but Palm Springs is not a beach town. Found that out.
0: I so I my knowledge of Palm Springs is from that movie, and that's about it.
1: There's a movie called Palm Springs.
0: Palm Springs with Andy Samberg and the, I think oh, the person who was the mother, mother and how come mother. together.
1: It's like Groundhog Day, right? Yeah, I didn't even think pretty about. Good. I didn't. I didn't connect that. It is pretty good. It is. You're right. So, yeah, it was not quite like that for me. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I got through it in one day, but being at the airport forever sucks. Um, I literally, uh, I was in the Palm Springs airport, which is really cool. It was like outside. Oh, cool. I've never been to an airport when you get out of the plane. And you're like, n- not like on the runway. Like it's just like an open ceiling birds flying around. You're like, what? what's going on here?
0: Oh, that's kind of cool.
1: And so I was there and then I went to the Vegas airport, which is pretty big. Sure. But I was there for like six and a half hours. Oh, it's
0: just not, like on a layover.
1: Yeah. And I like did a lot of, I got my step goal in primarily at that airport. Yeah, I can imagine um and then i got to midway at like 12 thir- uh 12:15 and i got home at like 12:50 it's
0: a lot of travel when you were in vegas i mean like i imagine there's probably not like tables but are you like <laughs> Is there stuff to do in Vegas? I well, imagine like I, so, the Vegas airport is being kind of cool, but uh, it I was guess actually not. There,
1: I mean, there's like slots everywhere because it's Vegas and I everything. Mean, yeah. So uh, not a big gambler like that. But I walked around, found the food I wanted. Payway was the answer. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, then I like found a place to sit. And I had my my Switch and I had my uh, work laptop and I was going to do some work. But for whatever reason, I kept shorting out the charger that they had on the chairs, and I went to multiple ones, but every time I, like, plugged my stuff in, it just, like, shorted it out, and I'm like, I'm breaking the airport. So I ended up, my computer ended up dying uh, really early in this whole process, so I couldn't do any work, and let me tell you, not the worst thing in the world.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, given the options of, like, do work in an airport or just sort of hang out, I'm probably going to go with hang out.
1: Mm -hmm. And I did, and I did hang out. I hung out
0: for six six whole hours six, yeah, six whole hours wow well i'm glad that uh i'm glad you got through it that you're on the other end of it yeah i'm on
1: like 20th cup of coffee i think today yes Ooh. Ooh.
0: well again glad glad you made a home in one piece my friend so that we can talk about video games because um well there hasn't been a lot of like major <laughs> breaking news since we last talked it's like a I, slow I think, burn i will also say probably as a result of us recording like later in the week last week and then earlier in the week, sort of this week, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we've have have been not talking been about a Call of Duty. Week.
1: That would have been a big, that would have been topic of the show.
0: Uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, we got we got some things to talk about. We got a Metacritic roundup for Elden Ring. Additionally, Super Smash Bros. will not be at Evo. Uh, more Spartacus leaks that have been going on, sort of over the past few months. Uh, but a new a new one has has made its way to the forefront of the gaming conversation. Big news of Pokemon Day as they announce Gen 9. And then also, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Nintendo and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 coming in 2022, allegedly. But before mm. we get to that and more, I want to talk about the games you've been playing. You said you were uh, rocking your Switch in the airport for six hours. What are you doing on the Switch?
1: So I was looking for a game to play, and like nothing like new is out. And I'm really about playing the yeah. new stuff. Like, I could have gone yeah. back and done Bowser's Fury. Um, I still haven't um, played the um, Links Awakening remake ooh, on ooh, it. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. But I wanted something new. I wanted to be in the yep. conversation, so I decided to play a game that just literally came out. The well, not literally came out. The it was re released in a better version. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask on the Switch Online Expansion oh, Pass.
0: Oh, my yeah. favorite Zelda game. Now,
1: before I get too deep into this, did mm. you ever play it for the three DS?
0: Yes. Excel. Yes, I did.
1: What version did you like better, and why?
0: Uh, so, like between the but original N64
1: and the and the yeah.
0: Um. So uh, to be clear, I've never played it on the N64. I played it on the GameCube through oh. the. Um, I had a disc that had four games on it: The Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask.
1: Master Zelda Quest 1. and Zelda One. No, I, I
0: didn't have I didn't have Master Quest on there. Oh, uh, it had Zel- like the original Legend of Zelda and then Legend of Zelda Two. Cool, cool, cool uh, And cool, then cool. it had a twenty minute demo of, of Wind Waker. It was like a promotional thing. Oh. Uh, so, like, uh, can I say for your bang for your buck? That's that's a incredible. Deal. That's I mean, a for, deal. I mean, Ocarina of Time alone, but then pair that with Majora's Mask, and then you know the classic Zeldas. Like, that's pretty sweet. Um, I I didn't beat majora's mask until i played on the 3ds Mm. so i would probably say that the 3ds one i liked more um but i also like don't have a full recollection of it on the gamecube with those original sort of graphics and stuff
1: okay so that's good context because uh the game is the n64 slash probably gamecube version of it obviously you, you would think obviously Um, And I know uh, a lot of people had a lot of specifically like speedrunners had a lot of issues with some of the things that that came out with the 3DS version. Correct. Um, There were some weird jumping glitches and things Mm -hmm. that just weren't as clean. But I loved a lot of it. I think the 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 way they made the game look like they redid a lot of the textures they read like it's not just like a, a better resolution. They like redid a lot of it
0: for the 3DS one. Yeah. Yeah, that is a full blown remake. Right. That exactly. is not like a and, remaster. And it or, is.
1: Yeah. And not only did they um like make it look beautiful, uh, they changed um some of the, the mechanics of the game. Like you yeah. when you get a quest, you get the bombers notebook is a lot better
0: mm-hmm. in
1: the three DS one. But the reason I bring this up is because the one thing, what is the one improvement? Can you remember the one improvement that made that the best definitive version of this game? I don't care what the speedrunners say.
0: I'm going to say it's here. I'll give you the things that it's not. It's not the fact that the mask that has like the ninja mask is with the the two uh, horse brothers. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say they changed where a mask was Oh, okay. to make it make more sense. Uh, I'm going to say it is the fact that you can open like the masks are in your inventory and you can switch them a lot easier. The inventory is great. It's the camera. Oh, sure, yes.
1: I cannot play this fucking game with the camera the way it was. Really? It is... The control system on it is so frustrating because you remember and i was mad i didn't like the 3ds version for a certain point because the camera control was like that eraser nub on the 3ds xl yeah yeah, and yeah it's like it hurt my finger to do it but at least you have that control for it this one you're back to the old school um target to like center yourself so if you're doing mm-hmm. a jump you have to like get it like right on that angle get the camera behind you and do the jumps it's just yeah. so like difficult to do but then because i'm a bad bad gamer i was gonna say a badass gamer but that's a cool gamer i'm just a bad gamer i keep forgetting that this is an old ass game that didn't have a a camera control stick so Mm -hmm. i keep using the right joystick when i'm playing Uh, it to move the camera however what they have mapped on that joystick are the c buttons yeah unfortunate so I keep like throwing bombs randomly, changing my mask <laughs> randomly, and because those things are on the C sticks, and when you're like doing a boss battle, you're trying to like do things fast. I'm yeah. constantly hitting the wrong item when I'm trying to do stuff, so it's really adding a, a level of difficulty to the combat. Sure, that is just like I was uh, fighting that first boss, which is a pushover. Except I kept like the instead guy of like place? what, yeah, 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 yeah. the or whatever his name is, but instead mm-hmm. of like. Shooting him with my arrow, I'd like put on my mask, and I was like, not what I wanted right now. And it was just, it was very frustrating. Um, there they have the opportunity to just they don't use anything on that other side of the of the pad. Like use the ones on my left hand. I know it's not where the C buttons are, but just use those buttons. How hard is that? Yeah. And they have like an alternate thing when you hold down. I think it's like the R one or the R two or sorry the Z whatever the R and the Z whatever um and then you can use the um uh, uh what can you use the like buttons instead hmm okay to do that but it's just like an extra button press and it's just like wh- why are you not using the buttons on the switch guys yeah you it you made it for the switch change the controls enough give me a damn camera control thank you
0: yeah so that's weird
1: yeah but other than that like that's just like, that's old games are old shit. That has yes. nothing to do. It's still a good game. I, I enjoy the game. I will beat the game. I got all the way to uh, Snowfall Temple, the second one. Oh,
0: dang. You like made some progress.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I was swearing and fighting through it, but I, I did make progress. But to be honest, I've gotten the to Snowfall Temple like several times, and then I've mm-hmm. fallen off after that. Um, my first time playing the game, I got so stressed by the dungeons um, that I just didn't beat them, I'd get the weapon and then go to the next one. (laughs) So I'd have all like the masks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I had a much more fun collecting the masks and actually beating the dungeons because it just stressed me out. Because Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, I thought it was cheating to slow down time.
0: Oh, to do the the Yeah. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me about it. it. It's
1: cheating. That's not how the game's meant to be played. Uh I was that that. I was that child, that eleven year old.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, it was uh I will beat the game. I might have to go on another six-hour layover to beat it, but...
0: (laughs) I'm excited to hear what you think. Have you ever beaten it before?
1: Mm, I mean, I I know what happens. Like, I I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't, Um, like, actually beat it myself.
0: Well, I would recommend, if you weren't planning on it, getting all the masks. um, Because there's some cool story stuff that goes down when you do that, first of all. And then second of all, uh, you unlock the Fierce Deity mask for the final boss fight. And the final boss Which fight is it like, easy. yeah, it, it's kind of tricky uh, if you don't have it, but having it makes it like, like a power fantasy. It sucks yeah. that you can't wear that mask outside of boss fights. Um, like you can't just like run around as the like fierce deity De- De- link, but you can go back and take care of any of those boss fights as that character. But Although, like at a
1: certain point, once you do that, haven't you beaten the game already? So like, a hundred percent of back? the game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you haven't collected like all the, like Heart pieces or whatever, but you're not going to find those in the boss chambers <laughs> right and if you um, if you're to the
1: point where you have the DD mask, what are you going to need all those hearts for other than right. just co- completion but
0: yep yeah, but uh, if, if it, it is a cool narrative payoff to when you get it um, in the final final like act of it but uh um,
1: I, 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 I just want to go back and talk about how impressive uh, for the time the storytelling really is in in that game. It's, like, really done well.
0: It's the only Zelda game where I think the story is exceptional. I think it's, like, perfectly fine in, like, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and stuff. I I would say it's, like, actually pretty good in in Wind Waker. But, um... Yeah, that's good. Like, uh, when you see Ganon
1: for the first time, you just see him go... And he yeah, throws you, ah, yeah. so good. It's like, it's Ganondorf, guys.
0: I'm like well, in it's my cute. room, you know, you got like No one's listening. Like <laughs> yeah. to Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, or are you like with, with Wind Waker, like your grandma's like really sweet and you're like waving goodbye to her and yeah. Um,
1: I'm doing the two-hand wave for those of you who aren't watching this and I hope no one yeah. is because that'd be creepy.
0: Yeah, I would be curious on how they would see <laughs> us uh, and, and raise some, some concerning questions about our privacy or our internet privacy. But... Yeah. Um, Majora's Mask like has a lot of stuff going on like thematically that I think is really cool Um, I mean there was like back in the day before game theory became what it is now there was like that game theory video about like hey each of these areas are like the five stages of grief which sort of makes it seem like Link is dead or or something like that which is kind of cool Um, And again, that's not a fact. It's just a theory, (laughs) a game theory. Uh, Oh, no, the copyright lawyers help. help. uh, no. (laughs) Um, Before that channel was just Five Nights at Freddy's and Undertale. (laughs) Uh, But like, yeah, um, I, I think the also like the quests, the quests are really interesting, especially given that it is all on a cycle, on a loop, right? You have the there is probably my favorite quest in the game is. I don't. I'm not sure if you you're familiar with it. The marriage one. The marriage one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where basically a fully grown man gets cursed by a witch and he turns into a child and and he's supposed to get married in two days, uh, the day that the world ends, and you're you know I mean you know the world's gonna end, but you help him get turned into adult an adult again so that they can be married in like the last ten seconds before the world ends and it's just like this very sweet moment, um, sort of set behind like this horrible chaos and all that and then
1: on top of all that too uh, sorry spoilers for the game but like if you don't succeed like the story still plays out in a way that is like really like sad yeah like with the characters and like like it, it that's i think the thing the storytelling of the actual main quest is great but also like each of these like side quests is just, it really just fills out this world and a world mm-hmm. that is much smaller than like Ocarina of times world just feels so much more lively and filled and full of stuff because yeah. of that. I it's there's so, so much good stuff about it. Um, uh, minus the controls, but that's again, old games are old.
0: It is, it is a, it gives me hope for breath of the wild too in that regard because I think this was one of the first. I mean, there are there are only a handful of direct sequels in the Legend of Zelda series, um, and this was I, I think one of the first. Obviously, there was like Zelda Two. Well, um, but that I think that was like a prequel. I don't know. Yeah, fucking and like know. with all
1: those Zelda games too, they have that that BS timeline. But like literally, right. like Ocarina of Time is like same assets to the point of like
0: right. Yeah, and it's just it's cool that you take like okay, you have this very traditional Zelda game right with uh, with Ocarina of Time, which establish what a traditional zelda game is but then you have the direct sequel which is just gets really weird um and like i know a lot of people don't like it because it's so weird and and the time mechanic is stressful and and all that sort of stuff but at the end of the day it has such a poignant message about all sorts of different things um and breath of the wild obviously is i mean like the hottest thing on the nintendo switch um even that might not be true with like mario kart whatever but uh it is extremely popular and because breath of the wild 2 is a direct continuation of that story or or it seems um you're you hope that maybe they get a little weird with it in the same way with with majora's mask oh, that'd
1: be so that'd be so cool if there was some kind of like mechanic not like a time loop mechanic because we're done yeah. with that yes 2021 yes, yes. is finished that it, for full, a while it was we're, was we're full okay. Of it. okay we're okay, yeah. um, but like it's just such a well-designed game too. How they like do checkpoints and dungeons and like story mm-hmm. beats that like can kind of pause things in the middle of it, and how just seamless like a lot of that stuff is. I, I I think it's so cool, and I also think the lesson about like if you're the hero, you can't do everything at once. You can't fix everything. You cannot yeah. do everything. You cannot solve every problem in that game in one run, mm-hmm. which is maybe stressful to people, but it's also like.
0: I mean, it's cool, like real life message though about yeah, like yeah, yo. Know, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you you're not gonna be able to fix all this. But and
1: you and you you stop you stop the moon at the end, and there's still things that go are wrong in the world below it. You, you're, well, you're not... It, yeah,
0: and also like you stop the moon in the end, but what timeline is that? Is anyone's are anyone's problems fixed? You know, does anyone know that you did it? No, I mean, you know, Link is not the kind of person who does it for for fame and glory and whatever, but um you know it's, <laughs> there are still problems right right um but you know life carries on and i think that's cool so that is <laughs> our discussion of legends of <laughs> i will be curious to see what you think of it as it goes on uh because there are some things in the second half of that game that i think are pretty cool and i think a lot of people are like really familiar with the first half just because um i think people tried it and then bounced off and you know only got to that first half but the second half with the uh i don't remember what the temples are called but like the sand temple is pretty cool
1: yeah the 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 that's a cool mechanic with again i i've gotten like to the what boss like not boss the midpoint weapon for all of them
0: yeah uh and what's the what's the last one oh the zora one yeah um that one's that one's really cool as well uh and then the final the final freaking act is dope but i digress I'm uh, I'm still chugging my way through Horizon. My some steam has been let out. Yeah, I can hear it by your voice. Um, It's just like I'm liking it more than I liked Horizon Zero Dawn, but it just makes me feel like maybe this type of video game should be done. Maybe we've we've gone as far as we can go with this type of game. Um. And there are exceptions to it. I really liked Ghost of Tsushima, but like I I liked Assassin's Creed Odyssey, okay? I mean, like I liked it like a decent amount, but at the end of the day, I don't really remember a whole lot of it. Um it I remember it more of just being a pretty good one of those games, you know, of just yeah, like an open yeah. world collectathon. Um and while Horizon is stunningly gorgeous, well captured in terms of performances and and Um, facial capture and animation and detail and stuff. Going back to it, I just feel like, not stressed out, but like tired, I guess. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: I said last week, too, that I I hadn't made it to the Forbidden West, and I think that's actually not true. I think I have been in it. Uh, It takes about two hours to get there. I didn't realize I was in the Forbidden West because there's just a lot of people there. Oh, okay. Um, they, They like sort of bring it up like you can't go past this certain point because like the different tribes uh, are really violent and they don't like uh, outsiders and you're going to need their their blessing and their permission and um, then you go and it's fine because you get like permission from one guy and uh, like (laughs) they just never showed any sort of like super hyper violent tendencies or like that they were any different from any of the other tribes that you met in that first game other than this like small sect of them who are just the antagonists. But yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I did
1: download the game. Okay. Hard to play that on an airplane, but I did. It is hard
0: to play it. that on an airplane.
1: So you'll I like be, you'll like it. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to just love it.
0: Yeah. And, and I will finish it and I may even platinum it because I do find it to be enjoyable. Yeah, uh, I, I just think that the story is like, I don't know why uh, it's an open world game, right? Obviously, but mm-hmm. it doesn't its story. Its main story does not make use out of any of the things that make open world games cool. is to the point where it's like ver, like the story is itself is very linear, which means that anytime I have to go do a story mission, it like I don't want to do it because it's not the fun part of the game, which yeah. is taking oh. care of the robot. Yeah, dinosaurs. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense um which is you know a problem with a lot of open world games but uh i don't know it just feels like it 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 makes the, everything grind to a halt so you can say tell me about this tell me about this tell me about this and anytime it like opens up the like conversation tree i just go to the net. i just go pick whatever is going to make the story continue because yeah. i just don't care about like the exposition of this world but so it goes so it goes I um, I did start another another open world game, and I'll say it as they say it in the introduction of the game. Ali Ali World. Elden Ring. And that's how they say it in the intro.
1: It's by the same guy as the Resident Evil
0: voice. Yeah, but he got really old and tired. He, <gasps> Elden <laughs> Ring. Um, are you planning on playing Elden Ring, Justin?
1: So, I think when like reviews were coming out for it, yeah, I was like, it's just Dark Souls, right? And then, well, you don't have to answer that yet. And then, like, I was like, as it was going on, I got home and I was like, I'm gonna download it tonight, (laughs) but then I realized it was not coming out for another day and a half, and I was like, oh, "Oh, sure, sure. So, um, I downloaded Horizon instead.
0: (laughs) So, you know what? We're here. Let's let's, let's just do it. let's jump let's on do in. a real quick metacritic roundup here for Elden Ring. Currently, 51 reviewers on metacritic, you were going to say a 51 51%. Like, it oh my fell gosh.
1: Down quick.
0: 51 reviewers on metacritic, the website uh, which is obviously the end all be-all for knowing if a video game is of quality, and they are a sponsor. Yeah, they are. Uh, we should get on that, huh? Yeah, we I keep emailing Metacritic, get at us.
1: Yeah, please. We talk
0: about you all the time.
1: Yeah, we we are give. No one else would go to your website if it wasn't for us.
0: Clearly, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <clearly>. <laughs> um. So so on so on the PlayStation Five it currently has a Metascore of ninety seven. On the Xbox Series X, it has a Metascore of ninety five. Uh, PC has a ninety five as well, and then it looks like yep, nothing for the xbox one or ps4 i am playing this on the xbox series x this is currently being lauded as one of the best reviewed games of all time which has like an asterisk next to it for me a little bit well i was gonna oh you go ahead um but uh this has seen some review bombing um for various reasons some of which I think are legit and some of I think are people overreacting a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say um, this is
1: the red red flag zone um, because the user scores are significantly lower.
0: Yeah. Than the so actual for, meta score for the PS5, which has, I think, the most uh,
1: best reviewed, I think,
0: scores and everything. So the PS5 has 51 critics um, with, I mean, like 10 out of 10. I mean, it's 97, so it's either 10 out of 10 or like 9.5 out of 10 or 9 out of 10. Um, and then user reviews, there are 1,013 positive reviews, 103 mixed, and 352 negative, which are all giving it either like a zero or a one. Um, some people are, are bombing it because of a lack of language options. There's not, I think, an Arabic option, um, and there are some uh, uh, Eastern Asian options that are not available for it. Uh, I think that's totally legit, especially because I think that they said that there would be certain language options in the marketing and that the, there just aren't. Uh, but I also do believe that they are working on bringing more of those to the game. But, hey, I get it. If you thought uh, this was going to be in your language and it's not, like that sucks. Um, And then other people are saying, hey, this game doesn't run very well on my PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. Um, which hey, it doesn't always run very well on my Xbox series x, not to the point where I think it should be get a zero out of ten <laughs> right I mean yeah, I bet yeah. but uh yeah that that is that's that's
1: what's going on on metacritic so I like before we get into the actual game, I have a lot yeah. of questions about it, yeah, um, I just why are some games forgiven for technical issues and other games not? It's just like a very inconsistent thing. It just seems like reviewers pick and choose when it matters. For example, how many reviews talked about dying light Two being a great game. If it wasn't for the technical issues versus this game, when everyone's like, what technical issues,
0: 10 out of 10. Um, I think that that comes with the caveat for this being the, one of the best reviewed games ever. And, that is that, by and large, this game has been reviewed by people who are fans of the FromSoft catalog. And there's nothing wrong with that, per se. But if you hand a fan of something a game that they have been hotly anticipating for the past three years, I imagine they're likely going to be a little more forgiving to it than... um. I don't know, something that they uh, were like generally excited for, um, but not like. They're not like a diehard fan of it. So, for example, you use Dying Light 2, right? People like that first game, uh, and and it has a diehard community, but I don't know how much of the diehard Dying Light 2 community uh, consists of uh, game journalists. The reviewers
1: of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably probably few and far between.
0: Right. Whereas, from soft games, like, yes, there is this. Sort of notion that they are more it's a more niche series. It's a more niche like studio. But at the end of the day, it's definitely not. <laughs> not anymore, at least. Uh I mean, when you when the only PS5 exclusive title coming uh at launch was a FromSoft game. I mean it was you know Blue Point remake of a FromSoft game, but still demon Souls, uh it means it's not niche anymore.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um Elden Ring is not a niche game anymore, no. it just isn't.
1: It's um, a genre that it's a genre defined kind of game, right? Like it's yes. like,
0: yeah. So like, yeah, I, I think that's the reason why, why you do see that sort of leniency. Uh, I have experienced some graphical issues. Uh, I have played it for about five hours. Uh, I've experienced some graphical issues. I experienced just a straight up crash to, to the Xbox menu. Um, I have to imagine that's going to continue, I mean, until it gets sort of patched out, but uh, it is unfortunate. I think that those sorts of things get looked over, but I also think at the end of the day, it's not like an egregious technical, like there's not like egregious technical problems. It's just, you're going to notice like, oh, all of the grass just popped in at once, like three minutes into me playing, you know. (laughs) Have they played (laughs) Arceus? But that's the thing too, right? I mean, like, it's not horrible but at the end of the day it's not like the best. So, so tell me why you're going to give this game a 10 out of 10. Well, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> but <laughs> I did, I was like debating whether I was going to play this or not. Uh but then I realized like I was I was like debating to myself and I should have just texted you, but I was like I don't think Justin's going to play this. Uh or if he does it's it's not going to be like immediately, so I might as well just dip into this so we, I can have a little bit of perspective. Um Aww. Yeah. Or the you podcast. Know, think think about the podcast. The podcast. Yeah, but, yeah, I like
1: that. I like you, you're thinking directly of the listener, and you know what? That's what makes you a good person.
0: And and then like I was playing it, and I was like, oh, this is just Dark Souls. I mean, it just is. It is Dark Souls in an open world. Uh, and I like Dark Souls okay. I've beaten approximately one from Soft Game, and that was Dark Souls three. And then the rest I've played until I got my fill. I think I liked Bloodborne a lot, but. I started playing that right when the pandemic hit, and then it was just mm. not the mood. Like, do you're and gloom like, this is what happens it. when I go
1: outside people coughing up blood and shit.
0: Yeah. And like people like using like a chain gun on a wheelchair, like the whole thing.
1: You're talking about the TB pan- uh, pandemic, right? Whenever it got tuberculosis.
0: Yes, obviously, Justin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That was back <laughs> in the oh, It's never going to end. Um, Elden Ring is Dark Souls in an open world. But for whatever reason, I just can't stop playing it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but for whatever reason, like, uh, like I was like, okay, I get it, and then I just kept playing and kept playing, and today after work I started playing until we we got on this call, and then as soon as we hang up, I'm gonna go play until I need to go to sleep, and then I'm gonna play an hour after that, and then I'm gonna go to bed.
1: As always, uh, an hour, Peter, come on, you're gonna yeah, okay, at least two hour wide, and a half right? too.
0: Uh, it's just really good and tight, and it feels really good uh, in a way that I don't think those other games do. Uh, and I think the jump to it being an open world game makes it a lot better because the first thing that happens, because like you you do the tutorial, you do the intro stuff, um, which like, as is tradition with a lot of these games, you start off and you fight a boss that you're absolutely not prepared for and it just stops you to the ground and then the real game starts, right? Um, when you finally get into the open world, you see a guy on horseback and you're like, all right i'm feeling pretty good i got my sword i'm playing as the samurai class um because it has high dexterity oh, i thought
1: i thought because it was you thought it was go tsushima for a second
0: no but i was like looking at it, i was like how much of this is reused uh, Sekiro row assets <laughs> um, but i was like i'm gonna play the samurai class because the higher dexterity uh to start but it's still like pretty pretty sword based sword and shield based um and so i'm feeling pretty good i got done with the tutorial and it was basically all just like oh i know all this um i see some guy riding on horseback i'm like all right i'm gonna go fuck this guy's day up uh and then he is a boss that i hit one time with my he's a boss that i hit one time with my sword and it did like it's even saying a pitiful amount of damage would be too much
1: like your sword broke kind of thing
0: (laughs) essentially right it was like bink (laughs) And he hit me one time, and I died. And that's the first boss in the game.
1: Oh, wait, that's the real first boss? Like, not just an optional one?
0: Well, Justin, what Elden Ring does is it says, you really want to fight that guy, or you want to go run away, go do something else? And so you say, well, I'll just go do something else. And then you're sort of, like, wandering around, and then you come across some enemies that you can fight, and you fight them, take them out, you're like, all right, I'm feeling pretty good. And then you move on, and then you either find... Enemies that you feel like you can take on or you come across enemies that are like you hit one time and you're like, oh, shit. And that's how you get your way through the game, where if you are taking on enemies that you feel like you're properly equipped to take care of, you move on uh, like you, you continue. But if you run into something that it's like, OK, it's going to take like eight or nine hits to kill this thing. And it's just one of them. And it's not a boss. It's just like, like an entry level foe. Um, then you dip and you just go somewhere where you feel more equipped, which is really great. It feels really good because it like, I have no idea what the, what the main path of this game is, but I'm tackling things as they come and I'm taking care of like character. uh, I'm taking care of enemies that I feel equipped to handle. I don't know if I'm going in the right direction, but like the fact that I'm still fighting enemies that I feel comfortable fighting means that it feels pretty good. And
1: that's, I think to me that, is what solves my issue with from Soft Dark Souls games. Yeah, because exactly. As much as you as you tell as you can say to someone, oh, you can you have your choice about how to go and where to go. It's still really a linear game. Yeah, it is. Um, you got to progress through the level, and like, eventually, you're gonna get stuck on a boss or stuck on a part or an encounter, and you just have to keep beating your head against it. Yeah, over and over and over again. And that's where you get frustrated, and that's mm-hmm. where it's not fun. But for a game as big as this, when when you get that, when you run into that wall, you can do that a couple of times, but when you get frustrated, you can choose to do something else. You can tackle it a different way. You can get more weapons, you can come back later, get more experience, or yeah. I'm sure in some cases you could just power through.
0: Because, like, the thing is, basically the first time you hit an enemy with your sword, you should, or whatever you're using, you should know, like, is this a an enemy that I should be taking care, of, like I should be able to deal with, or is this someone that I should leave and come back to? Because it's like, if you can take care of an enemy in two to four hits, then you're you're in that sweet spot. But if it's anything more than that, it's like you're gonna have a rough time with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least that's been my experience. I've killed two bosses. I killed like Mad King Pumpkin or something like that. Mad King Pumpkin. I really Head. hope that's the name. It, it is not. Is far. it David it's, S. Pumpkin? It's like from it is, the SNL skit it is not david s pumpkins uh it, mad king Pumpkinhead. Uh, pumpkin head uh ring okay yeah so it's mad pumpkin head that's pretty um, badass you imagine what he looks like he's got a big pumpkin on his head kind of
1: oh that's Found really him, on the nose
0: killed him um harvested no
1: him did it say soul harvested
0: L O L. No, it says like foe slain or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, and then I, I took care of some other boss who was like, like a canine knight or something like that, and he's running around on all fours. Uh, took me some took me a few tries to take care of that, but killed him. Got a really cool big blood knife that I that I use now. Um, it is a good game, and it, and as someone who is like kind of over the whole Dark Souls thing uh this is absolutely the direction they should be taking it which is just the same shit that they've been doing over and over and over again but um opening it up so that its level design is less obtuse than its mechanics are it's cool i would recommend it for anyone who like likes the idea of these games but just none of them ever really clicked now, I like
1: the exploring of the worlds because, again, that's my favorite part of the game is when you get to a new area and it's like, what do I do here? What's going on yeah. here? Where where are the corners? Where are the things? Um, how is is it, like, interestingly designed,
0: the open world?
1: How do they kind of, like, get that cool Metroidvania-ish feeling to some of the level design?
0: Uh, I would not. I mean, I've always sort of taken issue with, like, people calling Dark Souls, like, Metroidvania. I, I understand what they mean by it because you just you get to a certain point in the level and then you kick a ladder down and now you can just like immediately climb up there. Uh, I've not really experienced any of that cause it's just been going from one place to another. Um, I'm in, I'm in a little castle area right now. I'm doing a quest there. are I mean, the previous, like from soft games have had quests where it's like, bring me back all hey, these things, but this one's uh, you <laughs> like
1: souls,
0: right? But this one is a little bit different. Um, where it's like a little bit more straightforward with what quests are. Where it'll like be a character who says, "I need you to go here and kill all these people and come back." I need a right. giant pumpkin head. Can you get that for me? <laughs> so, oh, your character's named David S. Pumpkins. You are the perfect guy for this job. <laughs> um, which, by the way, the the character creator is really awesome and very in depth. Um, but uh, you could probably make your head look like a pumpkin, is what I'm trying to say. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, 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 there's no like quest log, so you have to just sort of keep track of everything. But my attitude towards it has been like, okay, someone's gonna give me a quest, so I'll just go do that right now. Um, but you can like place map markers on the big map. Um, it, it's it's it is cool. It does not like I said, doesn't I've not run into a lot of like that Metroidvania esque stuff. Um, but it also could be that I just haven't gotten to any of the areas where that would be maybe relevant.
1: Yeah, and this is not like a knock on you. You said six hours you played this game. Yeah, I heard this game is like fucking. 80 plus hours
0: six hours is a drop in the ocean yeah yeah Um, you you haven't even gotten to the forbidden west yet right precisely
1: yeah
0: uh but this game is so cool because for me like as i've said before i'm the kind of person who plays a from soft game until it stops being fun until I, i run into that wall where i'm just like well i can't beat this uh and i've gotten my money's worth out of this but if i just keep playing it where it's like well this is too hard i'm gonna go somewhere else oh this is too hard i'm just gonna go somewhere else like I don't know when I'm gonna hit that wall necessarily. Do, do you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, and if you if you do eventually find that wall, it could be quite some time.
0: <laughs> it will be for, much further in than the you know ten hours or yeah. fifteen hours I played of Sekiro, where I was like, all right, well at this point it's just too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Elden Ring. I can't believe that I came into I, I went into this game being like, all right, whatever. Um, and I can't believe that I am really itching to play it as often as i am
1: and i think that goes like when when i first heard it's like dark souls that was my first impression i was just kind of like i don't i mean i don't need that but then the more i'm thinking about it the more i hear people talk about it the more i'm like reading stuff about it it's just on my mind to a point where i just like need to try it
0: yeah Yeah, it's it's everything about dark souls that was there before all the mechanics everything except now you can jump and now you can call like a spectral steed it's kind of cool kind of cool Is there fall damage? I see a lot of, like, high jumps and stuff. Okay, yes, there is fall damage, but it is not how it was in those old games where if you fell 10 feet, you were, like, dead, Uh, which makes certain design portions of it, like, kind of sketchy where you're, like, it seems like it wants me to go over here, but I don't know if I can survive that fall. Um, So, yes, there's fall damage, but it is not what it once was.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool.
0: And the horse, does a horse die when it has fall damage? Uh, to a certain point yes but uh, you can also like fast travel from any bonfire to uh, uh, to any bonfire at any point so you can be out in the world not even at a bonfire they're not bonfires they're called like grace areas they're, that's not what it's called <laughs> something grace <laughs> um, and, and you can just zip wherever at any time so if you end up finding yourself like oh I sort of fell into this area that's way too high level for me uh, and I don't want to lose these souls you can just teleport wherever uh, you can't pause it though, and I don't know why, but um, tis a FromSoft tradition.
1: So, if you're fighting a boss that's too hard for you, you you have to like run away from it or have it kill you. Uh. Or can you? Because you can't pause, right? Or is there a way to like run away while you're trying to?
0: That's the thing. You could probably. I, I don't know. I don't know if like there's a t- if there are times when you cannot fast travel, like if you're engaged in combat or anything like that. Um. But yeah, you would have to like run away and like just open those menus up real quick
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: but, yeah uh good game surprised surprised me uh that i'm gonna keep playing it and it will that's, probably hey, play for cool. a while good games are yeah, good yeah um and then justin i i know we're, we're going long talking about the games and things we've played i did i saw uncharted the movie and um it is a very good movie like a fun video game movie oh is it really it is. If, if you like great. Indiana Jones, if you like National Treasure, you will like this movie. Um, if you like Uncharted, like I, we talked about this like two weeks ago. I enjoy Uncharted in that it is fun, and then when I'm done with it, I do not think about it. Uh, I thought this was better than the games in terms of being like a fun romp. Um, I just think Tom Holland sells it. I think Mark Wahlberg sells it. Um, the person who plays Chloe sells it nolan north makes an appearance and it's funny oh that's awesome um yeah not to spoil I'll, not to well. spoil it but uh spoilers for uncharted the movie um they wash up on shore and nolan north's at a resort and he's like what just happened to you guys and he's like <laughs> oh, i thought of a plane into the ocean he goes yeah it's happened to me a few times and then they just move on um, that's
1: pretty good that's good
0: yeah it's a good movie it's fun it's fun uh
1: yeah, that's a list
0: yeah 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 Let's talk about some news. Is that cool with you? Let's do it. So um, uh, there's not much to this news story other than Evo, the uh, Evolution Championship Series, the fighting tournament, uh, made a statement earlier this week or two days ago at this point uh, saying, please join us March 8th at 5pm Pacific Standard Time on TwitchTV.com. twitch.tv slash evo for the evo 2022 announcement show while we're thankful for the amazing game uh, for all the amazing games joining us later this year in las vegas we want to let you know in advance that super smash bros will not be making a return appearance since 2007 we've seen historic super smash bros moments created at evo events we are saddened that nintendo has chosen not to continue that legacy with us this year in the future we hope to once again celebrate the super smash bros community alongside them so Smash will not be at Evo. Um, what do you think?
1: Um, I think it's dumb uh, for Nintendo. And like to be clear, Nintendo has al- has always been difficult with giving its you know properties to things to use and stuff like that. Yeah. Always difficult. Like I don't know exactly know how the whole Evo thing works. If the Evo co- company pays Nintendo to have the game played there or what. Um, or if they get a portion of the entry fees or if they get any money for it if they get no yeah. money that's probably a problem but if re- regardless it is free advertising for your game yeah. and last time Eva was there i believe smash was if not one of the the highest played game or viewed game on twitch when it was out
0: that sounds right and I mean, people go crazy for right. Smash.
1: People love Smash, and even like the and the Melee before they got rid of that. Or is it me- Was it Melee or '64? I think it was Melee.
0: I, think Melee, I mean, Melee is the big one that people... Yeah, so like, like, even Melee was over. doing
1: good until Nintendo stopped letting them play Melee at the at the tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah. Like,
0: I, we're, we're talking about
1: a game that is so massively popular, and people love it, and I think the only thing having it at Evo does is make people excited to go to other tournaments that Nintendo might host, or to play it more, or to come back in it and be like, hey, this is freaking awesome. Because I think the one great thing about this Smash game, is how throughout the whole life cycle of Smash, there's constantly been new um, characters that are viable, good, strong characters. Like, with the DLC characters, it's really not so much about just like, oh, it's a fun new DLC character. These DLC characters could potentially be, like, game-changing in the meta of the game. And even old, like, there's just so many it's just such an engaging game to watch. I think Melee was not as fun because it's like the same people, like, like, you know, like with the same characters doing the same, it's just a lot, but like, it's such a fun game to watch competitively. I love it. Um, I agree. So part of that is I, I, I really like there, I hope there's something else, something underneath the thing that, that Nintendo would have said no to, but I I doubt it. And the rumor going around is that the reason Nintendo doesn't want to do it is because Sony owns Evo now. Yeah. And if that's really the case, that is stupid. So I hope it's not. I know it's a rumor. It's what yeah. people have been saying. But, like, if Nintendo's like, well, we don't want to be supporting PlayStation or giving PlayStation, like, no, guys. Like, it's it's not, like, just, like, PlayStation sitting there with their PlayStations. It's, like, a tournament that Sony bought.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I... I... Given Nintendo's history of like wanting to collab with other you know right. major gaming uh, platforms, like that seems like it could be likely. Uh, they they're not one to they like to take their ball home with them. You know what I mean? Like as soon as something happens, they like to take their basketball home and not let anyone play, um, which sucks. I mean, it it sucks just to just to put it plainly. Uh, I yeah I don't know we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. There's a lot of things, uh, I mean, Nintendo doesn't like people making money off of their video games, right? But, at the end of the day, having a big community around their games is going to make more people want to play their games. And, like, having big names be like, oh, this guy's a huge Smash player. While that person is not associated with Nintendo, and I think that's where Nintendo starts to take, like, issue uh, with someone, like, making money off their games that isn't associated with them... While that is true, like people are going to watch that person play and be like, yo, I want to play that game. So then they go buy the game. Uh, I think a problem they would have with Evo doing things like Melee is the fact that I have to imagine a lot of that is either emulated or it potentially promotes people emulating their games because of there's just not great ways to play Smash legally. But that's also on Nintendo for not providing those resources. So, uh, yeah, I... Uh, I think it's a shame, but I also think that Nintendo will potentially see the, um, if they continue doing this sort of thing, they're going to see the effects one way or another about like what happens when they cut off places for their communities to, uh, live and breathe. Yep.
1: Yep. And, and I mean, again, that's how you build community and yeah,
0: it's a shame. (sighs) It is a shame, but, um, I mean, PlayStation. Boy, do I
1: love Nintendo? Though. Do okay. Three Switches in my house.
0: Yeah, 24 Joy Cons. <laughs> that's a that's a lot. I'm gonna need. I think I said this like a few episodes ago. I'm gonna need new Joy Cons for what is slated to come out uh, later this year on the Can, Switch. But I, uh, we'll so a story for
1: this weekend. Um, yeah. uh, one of the games I played was Mario Kart 8, right? Okay. And I almost lost it while playing Mario Kart oh. because we were playing, and like two of my friends were like, "I can't, I can't play." I was like, "Why?" And they're like, "I keep drifting to the left." And I was like, "Oh gosh!" Are you kidding me? Like, I but like those are the OLED Switch Joy Cons. Those were the the I recently bought the the uh, Skyward Sword Joy Mm Cons. So like mm -hmm. they were my good Joy Cons. The one that I bought, like the ones I bought, so they could work. I was so furious. Like I was just like swearing. I like it totally like killed my vibe for a sec because I'm like Like, I was so mad. Turns out there's a function on Mario Kart Eight. Uh, Motion where controls? You can accidentally do the movement controls. Yeah, yeah. And both of my chuckle fuck friends
0: <laughs> just had it on. Had it on.
1: And they're like laying on the couch, like off to the side. Yeah. It's drifting, friends.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'm glad that that is not the case because that's I like, too. those are new. Those are like, yeah. New, oh, new. yeah.
1: And from what we were talking about before, like they said, like with the newer ones, they've been like iterating to like fix them and make them better. And I'm like, this has not even been four months. for for these like that would be ridiculous so yeah but i'm still happy they're not drifting
0: well uh playstation the uh jeff grubb from venture beat and i think he's on giant bomb with his uh podcast grub snacks uh has some things to say about playstation's project spartacus um there's not like any solid new news that he has to share About it, other than he's saying that it is pretty close to actually launching. Uh, What that means is unclear. He goes on to sort of say that um, something is going to be happening at the end of this month. I don't know if that if he means February or if he means March, uh, just because we're, you know, like right here on the edge. Uh, But he also says that he is not clear as to whether or not something happening this month refers to something happening um, in public. Or if that is a behind the scenes sort of thing, um, but I mean we've been hearing about this for for a long time. Uh, we will see how it goes down, but um, yeah, I I think this is going to be a twenty twenty two thing. If oh, in yeah. the next month or so here, they're at least gonna. It seems like they're gonna announce it pretty soon. Yeah,
1: yeah, and like from uh, so I mean the specifics of some of the stuff that he said. There's three tiers of what you knew about one is 10, one is 13, one is 16. Um, I think he, they called them uh, uh...
0: essential, extra and premium. Essential being wow. 10, Great extra being 13, premium being Wow. Great by,
1: by the by the people who gave you um, uh, Kingdom Hearts it seems like they're just <laughs> Hey
0: well, straight maybe, up No, that would be like the integrated uh, plan. Uh, Kingdom Hearts has some whack names, but I think that the name Dream Drop Distance is so fucking hard like i think that's cool Uh, i don't know anything about that game or the series other than i think i don't want to play them but right (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah yeah not great names for the project spartacus here which uh if you're not familiar dear listener is uh the playstation solution to game pass allegedly yeah and so he was saying
1: for the premium offering you get like ea play type of game download things so you're not like it's more he he said specifically um uh uh, he quoted say you get full game trials i don't know if that's for every single game that comes out but it's like that um, then he goes on to say, you also get classic games and streaming. None of the other tiers will have cloud streaming except for the, the highest one. Uh, you also get classic games and he doesn't exactly know what classic games is, but again, none of this stuff is necessarily like shocking for like what we've heard before, but it does seem like he has specifics. Uh, he, he has a proven insider. So I would assume this stuff is, is, close down the pipeline i don't think those prices seem ridiculous i i thought i thought this could potentially be a very expensive service but 10 to 16
0: yeah i mean i pay 15 for game pass yeah. so um i don't know if i would it, it depends on on what these prices actually end up being uh i don't know if i need this because game pass is so good and from what it seems like they're not do- they wouldn't do like day one you know yeah first party titles in the way the game pass does but uh this is this is all news about this. I think is interesting, and I'm just ready to hear it officially and see what the actual plan is. But
1: because the only thing I'm going to do is spend more money, so take it. Yeah,
0: yeah. The Dice Awards, the twenty twenty, the twenty fifth annual Dice Awards, um, which is the Game Awards wants to be the like Oscar equivalent of video games, but I, I kind of feel like the Dice Awards is actually it because. I mean they've been around for longer. Obviously this is the 25th annual one. Um but it also seems to carry a little bit more weight in terms of prestige although it does not it's not like the event that the game awards is because it's not like trailer after trailer after trailer but the dice awards do seem to carry like I mean they seem to care a little bit more about the actual awards than the game awards do what wait you uh, saying the game awards didn't about. care about the awards no it's almost like it's the oscars uh. which, i mean like that is how the oscars go as is like a, you know 10 or so event uh, uh categories don't even get read off like on the actual show right, but um right. yeah you know they they did announce some some cool stuff here from i mean this is basically all like last year um uh I mean they're all games from 2021. Uh there is nothing really that out of the ordinary here. Uh it is worth noting that Game of the Year went to It Takes Two again uh, as it as it won that for the game awards which um I think is fun and cool. Uh but yeah, do, do any of these cat We could read these categories if we wanted to, but I, I mean, it pretty much goes to what you might think. You know, your online game of the year is Halo Infinite, action game of the year, Halo Infinite, family game of the year, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, um, outstanding technical achievement, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, let's see what else here audio design, Returnal, uh, original music composition, Returnal, uh, storytelling for Guardians of the Galaxy, as well as adventure game of the year. Um, uh no, oh, no, another notable uh winner here is for the uh outstanding achievement in character. So that's a performance. And uh Resident Evil Village won again for Lady Dim. I still which, get it. I mean she she did it, she had a good performance, but she's just not in it long enough to be. Yeah, really no, no, I'm not knocking
1: her. I'm I'm right. knocking the people who voted for her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh yeah, so What do you think anything here, uh, outstanding or, or noteworthy that, that wasn't that we didn't sort of touch on? Um, I, no, I think, uh, it's, it's pretty
1: like a lot of the games you would expect to do well did well. I think it was interesting, uh, action game of the year went to halo infinite over a game like returnal. Um, Mm -hmm. it seems like returnal was, I mean, it had some of the, the music and audio stuff, which I think is, is greatly deserved. But, um, I still think that game did not get the kind of award recognition, Really, kind of across the board from not across the board, I mean, it was what our top one, but like from Game Awards and Dice, yeah. it didn't seem like it got what it deserved, uh, personally. And that's for someone who wasn't like it wasn't in my top 10, but like critically, like I believe that game was like
0: amazing. It did well, yeah, yeah, it did well. Uh, I think that people, uh, I think I, I mean, I could talk about why I like Returnal for a really long time, but I think that. The people who like Returnal really liked Returnal because they stuck with it long enough to really get what it was going for. And then I think the people who played it enough to go like, yeah, it was pretty good, uh, did not. And that's not a knock against those people because I think that there are a lot of roadblocks standing in the way of people like actually sitting down and playing Returnal for a long time. But um, it is, I, I think that the fact that it did not receive a lot of recognition in that way um, makes sense to me based on the fact that the people seem to like it, but only a small group of people really liked it. Yeah, At least that is my um, observation for that. And but. then everyone loves Elden Ring
1: because the game's perfect with
0: no technical bugs at all. Oh, you want to talk about technical bugs? Let's talk about Returnal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually. <laughs> yeah, that game yeah, was okay, yeah, no, in a yeah, yeah. rough state. It was, it was busted. Never mind. I take that back. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did note uh, our game of the year didn't make an appearance at DICE.
0: Yeah, no Metroid Dread love here. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. where would it go, though? Maybe adventure game? Best game. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, true. Uh, I mean, I would say, because, okay, outstanding achievement in game design went to It Takes Two. I'm not exactly sure what the parameters for that are, uh, but I, because, I mean, I, and, I, and I don't think that that's a bad pick. Yeah, uh, It I Takes agree, Two. Yeah. But, I you know, I think, I think Metroid Dread could make an appearance there but yeah, yeah yeah um dice awards justin let's talk about unless you had anything more to say about that i
1: was gonna make a joke about rolling the dice but uh yeah let's no, move it's on just on awkward that. huh
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um there is a pokemon presents this past weekend celebrating a pokemon's 26th birthday and that that i mean that's two years older than me uh, so, that
1: that's I I don't believe I was playing Pokemon when I was six, but I was.
0: Yeah, I probably was. How would I? How did I get past Pallet Town? You know what I mean. That's the thing. Like I imagine, like <gasps> introducing kids to games now must be kind of wild. But
1: I just got it. What? I was like, what color is palette? But it's like the color palette.
0: Yeah. Like like. No, you know, yeah. red, blue, and green, and yellow, like, go on a palette you paint your brush. Yeah,
1: no, but, like, all the towns are, like, colors, right?
0: Are they? In that first, in the first one? Indigo yeah. City. Yeah. Saffron uh, City. Cerulean Silly. E- yeah, Scilly,
1: yeah. Mount Moon. The Indigo Islands. Victory Road, my favorite color.
0: My favorite color. Electrical Plant. <laughs> Um, well, to, to, to so I, I i went into watching this Pokemon Presents with like low expectations oh, of just no, like i
1: no dream of anything happening.
0: It starts with you know Pokemon Cafe Mix and Pokemon Unite and some uh shamans coming to Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Shaman, by the way, top tier Pokemon in that's terms a, of that's cute, the little hedgehog dude, right? Little hedgehog dude in terms of being a cute little Pokemon that I would very much like to exist in real life, that I could have a sit on my little lap, and I would pet its little fur. Um, it's a legendary Pokemon. I don't know its stats. I can't imagine that it is particularly powerful, but what a cutie, <laughs> right? It just cuddles real hard. Yeah, yeah, and that sometimes that's all you need from a Pokemon. So, you know, like, your standard stuff, and then they go, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, the Daybreak Update, and they said, it's coming today, and basically... Uh, It is, there is a mysterious mass outbreak of Pokemon that are popping all over the Hisui region. Uh, Did not seem to be interesting enough to draw me, someone who didn't really like Pokemon Legends Arceus in, but I am aware that you hopped in.
1: I did, I did. So um, they have a bunch of new stuff um, in it. And so (laughs) to start off with, Uh, when this was something I I, like, it came out the day I was in the airport for so long. So I quickly like made sure the game was updated. It was a quick download. And then I was sitting in the airport trying to play it, but like not a pop-up. Like I was like, did I download it? I was like looking around for it, trying to go in and out of town. Like it's all it is. It's like another, uh, like a uh, mission pops up, you know how they have the little Pokeball thing for like a mission select. You have yeah. to go to one of them, and then you gotta like do it. So it doesn't even like make a big thing of it to get into the the story change. Um, but basically, it's uh, who's that character with the little Munchlax in the game? It doesn't matter. It's all meaningless. Um, yeah, so <laughs> like the Munchlax has been like running around and like something's going on and it turns out that the munchlax is 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 noticed that there are these areas where a bunch of the same pokemon are going and they're called mass outbreaks and in the original uh version of the game uh every once in a while there'd be like a pokemon that would appear in high numbers in an area of the map yeah but now it's like the whole map is filled with different areas and different pokemon so there will be like a little circle everywhere that you can do um, and there's a couple other mechanics, like, you can feed the Munchlax currency to find out what those areas are, um, like, which Pokemon's in each area. Um, the, there are, like, some of those areas have, like, increased shiny rates. Um, other of those areas have increased item drop rates. So, like, a lot of, like, different stuff to it. And I have to say, like, the Mass Outbreak areas are pretty fun because when people are saying the world is dead... It actually gives you a reason to kind of explore more of the world and, more, and the map is just filled with stuff to do. So you're just flying around the world trying to get to the Pokemon that you want to get to to, to catch a bunch of them. And yeah. there's like a pretty significant amount of quests added with this. It's basically like you're going to each of the maps and like doing a mass outbreak or two. Um, not like groundbreaking, but is any of that story out groundbreaking? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, it is No, it is not. Right. Um, so, uh, there, uh, are a couple of other updates that I didn't quite get to yet. And I'm not sure if it's because I didn't unlock them or I didn't find the right quest bubble on the map, because again, none of this stuff is really like told to you. So if someone just picks up the game, they wouldn't know that there's a sunbreak update. It was sunbreak
0: daybreak.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm, I did the, I did the Dr- monster hunter rise. Oopsies.
0: Oh, is it, it's called, what is that called? Is there's that called the sunbreak
1: daybreak update?
0: wait. Theirs is the Daybreak update?
1: Yeah, and then this is the... Daybreak w- update. Oh, wait. Is it Daybreak? What's the other one? One is Daybreak. One is the... Okay, what's the other one? The, the uh, Monster I, Hunter I Rise? I don't know. It's like Sunbreakers or something stupid like that. It's like very similar, which everyone's like laughing about, because like, it's the same game, but not. Okay. Um, so some of the other things, this is from the IGN wiki that they released. Um, they have a, a new uh, berry, an agave berry. Uh, that helps with the mass outbreaks. They have these things called the Path of Solitude Training Ground Challenges, uh, a tailored battle for each Pokemon. Path of Tenacity Training Ground Challenges: fight tough opponents in three consecutive battles. Uh, new uh, Cornet Highlands Balloon Challenge: Eternal Battle uh, Revere: uh, face formidable foes in your dreams, similar to the Battle Tower in other Pokemon games. So they added a bunch more like battling stuff to it. So I mean. To have a battle tower in this game, pretty cool, right? Like, yeah. just to have more of the battling stuff. Yeah. Again, I haven't played it enough, but um a sizable amount of stuff. Um, some might say this should have been released when the game came out. Um, maybe I'm one of those people. Uh, but I like the game still. It's sure. a fun game. Mm-hmm. I understand people's complaints with it. I still think you should buy it if you like Pokemons.
0: I, I, I don't disagree. I think if you are a fan of Pokemon, I mean, the odds of you liking this are pretty high. I ended up just being someone who didn't love it. But, uh, I mean, m- my sister, who's like super deep into the Pokemon battling stuff, uh, I was talking to her about this and she's like, oh, like, I'm in love with this game. It makes sense. It, it is very fun for people who like Pokemon. Um, but. So I'm watching the the presentation, and I assumed that this Daybreak update thing would be, like, the closer. Because they, kind of, they kind of, like, say, like, oh, and here's, like, the last thing. Because they did the Pokemon Cafe Max, they did Pokemon Unite, um, they did whatever their app, what's the app? Uh, Pokemon Elite something, which is, like, their big mobile one other than Pokemon Go. Oh, and Pokemon Go. Uh Alola and Pokemon are coming to that game. Oh, Aloha. Alola, as they say. Why was there no dolphin Pokemon introduced in that game? It seems like a missed opportunity to me. Anyway, <laughs> um that was just, <laughs> they just call ob- it an observation. Dolphin. I mean, basically you just got you got seal and dugong. Those yeah. are just two animals. Um <laughs> Yeah, dolphin and flipper. It evolves into Flipper. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um and then they're like, "Oh yeah, and then here's this." And then there's like this little trailer with um some like, a like security guard. Yeah, some like night watchman like looking through a bunch of stuff. It was reminiscent to me of like those old uh ads for Pokemon that would be in like the the VHS tapes of like a bus driver squishing a bunch of Pokemon on a bus into the <laughs> cartridge. You know what I'm talking about? Into the yeah, cartridge? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, cuz it was just like a live action, you know, just a guy like looking in and he like uncovers this this i don't remember exactly like how it brings it in but they just start showing off the next pokemon game like the next mainline Gen pokemon nine. games nine generation nine pokemon violet uh pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet which are coming in 2022 like this later this year like what i, I don't know like out of nowhere, kind of. Like, I've, I've not heard anyone talk about, like, we're expecting a new Pokemon game. Uh, some people are saying, like, well, maybe they should have taken some time off <laughs> so that, to make their <laughs> games better. Uh, as, you know, there's been, like, a lot of critique on that. But uh, it, it is, like, the next mainline Pokemon game. It's it's set in the the present-day Pokemon timeline. Like, not that timeline really matters. But, like, set in what you would imagine Pokemon games are set. It's not the, the past one of, like, Legends Arceus. But it looks like it's using a lot of those mechanics from Pokemon Legends Arceus. But in just straight up a traditional Pokemon game where the the location is, like, based on Spain, which is kind of cool. This is the Pokemon game I want that we talked about, like, three weeks ago. Like, this is... Like, oh shit, this looks really good.
1: Yeah, well, and I want to add to it that with it looking like Arceus with regular mainline Pokemon stuff, there was yeah. also like graphical stuttering and pop-ins in the freaking reveal.
0: Of course. <laughs> <Trailer there were. laughs> it's Pokemon. At this point, if they if they didn't have that, I'd be surprised. I'd be disappointed. Yeah, I would be right. Like that would like set some warning signs off for me. <laughs> uh so that's coming this year, which is like insane. I uh which I want to talk about that in one second, but before we do, they did show off what we can expect from the three starters. Mm. So we got Sprigatito or Sprigatito? Sp- 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 Sprigatito one
1: some- more time. I say that one I more time. I heard
0: someone, a native Spanish speaker, say it and I forgot how it went. Sprigatito. Spregat- Sprigatito. Sprigatito. Which is the grass cat Pokemon. You got the fire croc Pokemon, Fuecoco. And then you got the water, the the duckling Pokemon, Quaxly. Uh, I know you have strong feelings about one of these guys in like, I watched this and I went, oh, so I'm going to pick Fue Coco. This look at this little boy. Look at this little pepper man. This little pepper crocodile. He's going to be my child. He looks pretty cute. I hope he has a belly when he evolves. I know. And that's the thing. I want to know what these evolve into. So if like. A lot of people are thinking that uh, Sprigatito is going to turn into like Incineroar or like a human in the way that a lot of the like the cat pokemon do when they evolve. Um and people do not want that. People just want this this to remain a cat. Um but Fuecoco just like a chunky looking idiot That's and I a great love name him too. So good. Uh what which, which, which of these caught your eye? Cuz I know one of them did. It has to have. Well, I like I like Quaxly
1: to be honest. Yeah. I'm not going to pick Quaxley though. Yeah, why not? Well, it's i i it's the it's the one of the worst typings a flying water not a good pairing. Do we know that it's flying water? I mean, you're right. It might not be. However, looking at it, it looks It'll like a water duck. with like it's blue. Yeah. It's a duck. Yeah. I've seen ducks fly.
0: Yeah, but you got side duck, which is oh well. I guess it's just ba- they total like. Uh, uh, it's
1: psychic water, so it might be. But like I'm yeah, thinking with it being the, the starter. starter but, but yeah. Um
0: but, It'll have dual typing, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I would, no, it's I would, it's not good typage. I would assume it's not great typage. Um
0: but or, or not that you could find elsewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna get like this grass pulper. cat.
1: And I'm gonna you know, it'd be better if it was a grass puppy, but I'll survive with it being a little cat, a little thing. Because yeah. I always feel like Pokemon struggles with a good grass type. Um well it's so,
0: it, moves just aren't like grass moves just aren't very good like like the, the most powerful grass moves just aren't that great I, I, the reason why I, I, I'm glad that Fuecoco looks like something that I just uh, would adore uh but the fire types are like the least common type out of all three of these um but I it also like I don't know I picked the ones that I like the most so I'm just happy that it, Fue Cocoa is the fire one
1: I I will pick the one that has the best type pairing
0: yeah okay sure I mean they're they're all
1: adorable I would want them all I really hope Quaxley has glasses when he grows up
0: oh yes oh I love that Justin Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or like a little hat well his teenage
1: years he has the glasses and then when he's uh, when he's an adult in his like 50s monocle
0: monocle oh oh, Justin I hope the game freak is writing these ideas down because they're and they're also
1: probably like you know screw it He's actually a water fairy, and if that's the case, I'm in.
0: That's actually not bad. Water, fa- like I'm trying to think, is there any love disk maybe? But even then, that's not like a great Pokemon. No, it's just love um, disk.
1: But this is actually uh,
0: my lodick Maybe might be water what, fairy. What about it? My lodick?
1: Oh, I oh, thought you said my low <laughs>
0: Yeah, my low Well done, Justin. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> that's got to be like a joke in the Pokemon community that like is very well trodden at this point, right? Yeah, oh, it's gotta be like. You should use my It's a well hung joke. Yeah, L-O- <laughs> L O uh, L, coming in here with the dick humor, Justin, bringing it, bringing the heat. Um, so okay, so this is supposed to come out in 2022, which, um, I mean, Pokemon is not afraid to just r- make a game, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. just pu- publish a game. Because I remember when when Legends Arceus was like announced, and they were like, you know, early uh, January 2022, everyone was like, well, that'll obviously be pushed based on the footage, and then it just wasn't. Um. So I'm I am willing to believe uh that this is gonna come out in twenty twenty two. Would you believe that this that you will like this more than Pokemon Legends Arceus? Probably.
1: Um I I think it really depends how they do this open world. Yeah. Um I, I would say I would I would bet I would like it more just because I think it is going to be a little bit more with the battling and the training of them because it feels like that is the the back seat to Arceus. Like, that's not the important thing to do. um And it's not fun to train your Pokemon. They don't have breeding capability. Well, okay, I, that sounds odd when I say that, but it doesn't seem like you can breed Pokemon I know in Arceus the same way and, like, have that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. um Trading is not the same thing. You can trade in Arceus, I think, but, like, it I don't know. It's yeah. just, like... I, I think I will. I think because I I wish my fiance would be playing with me because I do like doing that together. Like when we have that same moment, like when we're like going through the game at the same time. Yeah. And she could be playing it, but it's like I don't know. It's just better with the little differences and stuff like that. So, um, I would say I'll probably enjoy playing it more. Um, as long as they take the good stuff from Arceus and put it into the new stuff. Yeah. But how do they know what the hell was good in Arceus when that's they're the thing, right? Like
0: because it's coming so soon like you th- we we all sort of assumed and clearly we were right about like pokemon legends Arceus. while it is it is a standalone game it is testing the water to see where this series goes next obviously that's that's correct with with what this game looks like but uh is has there been enough time for them to like internalize and decide like oh this is where we need to take this uh right. i don't know i right, don't know right right uh for me like for me I realized very early on in playing Pokemon Legends Arceus what I liked about it and the stuff that I was like, this needs to fucking go, Um, right? So maybe they had that same realization pretty quick into the process, but also, I don't know, because they also made the rest of Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I didn't love. Right. Um, So we will see. I think I will adore this game. I mean, this is the game that I was like this is what i want from the from pokemon that does arceus or or for like the future uh so follow-up question for you is someone who did like uh arceus which by the way in the direct they called it arceus which i've heard it both ways i've heard it both ways i i don't i i don't know but pokemon officially called it arceus i don't know whatever um do you see a reality in which like at the end of the year your top 10 you have Pokemon Legends, Arceus, and Pokemon I don't know, Scarlet or Violet, whichever you choose?
1: Uh, no. Um, I I would assume it'll be one or the other.
0: Because one um, will do it better than the other. Right, right. It'll be hard want. to put two
1: of those games on there. I mean, I, I just don't expect them to be, like, the same. Um, right. Like, I think they'll be different enough that they'll it'll, it'll be a worthy conversation to have about, like, which one is better. Um, but, I mean... I think with how tough this year is going to be, I'll have room for one Pokemon game, not both.
0: Yeah, that's fair. But I, I do just love
1: the- Arceus. I am now thirty hours in, and I just keep playing it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was I, like, I'm like-
1: not gonna play it during this trip. I, granted, they did come out with a new down the update, but like I was yeah. still like half that time just like doing random stuff too, and just getting Pokemon and filling out the Pokedex.
0: I am excited for this. I am like delighted to see that this is happening so quickly the worry as we just talked about is like well how will they know (laughs) what what is good and what isn't but um i mean the description here is uh where various towns and no borders blend seamlessly into the wilderness like that's what arceus kind of was but i mean even that had like distinct like loading areas you know and like wasn't an open world in the way that um maybe you might want it to be but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see here. Um, so that sort of leads us into this uh, a conversation about 2022 in Nintendo. I mean, this is a s- solid year for gaming, as, as has been talked to death, right? But for Nintendo, for, uh, specifically on the Switch, this is a pretty crazy year. And so a lot of questions now, now that this has been announced, in addition to the rest of the everything else that's coming later this year, the question is like, yo, okay, do we think zelda breath of the wild 2 is coming out in 2022 and if it is does it need to what I, do you think when juxtapose- what with, with, with the knowledge of okay we're getting xenoblade chronicles 3 we're getting pokemon scarlet and violet we had pokemon legends rcs we're getting splatoon 3 we're getting we Sp- switch sports we're getting uh i mean am i for- what am i forgetting right
1: uh you said Kirby you said, Kirby in the
0: Forgotten Kingdom.
1: Yeah. Uh Mario Strikers.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Um uh, Advance Wars <laughs> wanted to remake everyone's favorite game. That better get me twenty
0: five points on our game. <laughs> but but that right, like like there is so much coming out on the Switch this year alone. Does it does Nintendo need Breath of the Wild 2? Just need ma- is need is the think?
1: wrong thing. I think I think you're you're hurting a release by releasing two of these back to back. I still feel like there is in that initial sept. Like I'm assuming when they say late 2022, that to me that says December, right?
0: For Zelda or for, for Pokemon? for
1: uh, Pokemon, when it says late 2022, that seems yeah. that, that that falls in line with where their their games like after around Thanksgiving is usually when they come out. Um, so. I would assume they're not going to release Breath of the Wild at end of December. So are they going to re- release it beginning of November, uh, October, uh, September? Uh, no, I don't think well, so. Well, Xenoblade, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, or are they going to save it to a, a time when, you know, you say that this year, when there's not as many other things out, like a January game or a February game or a, a March game, um for
0: 2023 like pushing it yeah because i mean think right now
1: i keep complaining about how rcs came out and that was a great time for it to come out Mm -hmm. but now there's nothing
0: on the switch yeah
1: so is there going to be that rcs slot that that is breath of the wild that kind of fills that up that'd be pretty cool maybe
0: uh because we don't know when to expect it right we just know 2022 is what they have officially said We've assumed holiday. Right? Or like towards this towards the latter half of the year. As we've said, probably not September now that Xenoblade's coming out. Probably not alongside Pokemon. So that's that which feels like November, December. So either October. Or would it be crazy if they did a the summer release? Because obviously yeah. it's not gonna be I mean, it's not gonna be the next two months here, but I also feel like they're going to want to build that excitement and hype up for several months, and it would be weird if they were like July, which is, yeah, you know... yeah, Not that five need months, needs months it needs more hype,
1: but I mean the game doesn't have a name yet, and I know right. it might be because of spoilers, but what are they going to say? Uh, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild 2, you're playing a Zelda? You know? <laughs> like, like what exactly. is that going to be? Yeah. Um, so... I... I mean, Splatoon's coming out.
0: When is that coming out? We don't know, but... You have to imagine summer, right? That sounds like, like a
1: summer game to me. Then yeah. you have The Advance Wars. Then you have Kirby the Forgotten Land of March. Then you have, um, uh, what else? Uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle 2. Is that this um, year? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mario so, Strikers. Mario Strikers. Fuck, dude, there's so much coming out of this. Like, the Wii Sports? A lot. Or not yeah, Wii Sports, but like, yeah.
1: I don't know. And I mean, some of those games don't necessarily like hurt each other. And I, I right. you could release Breath of the Wild like now, to whenever it's going to be selling reviewed well right but i just it when you release a game like pokemon you don't need to fill your calendar you would like you're probably pushing back zelda to make next year better for your investors or next you know the the next uh fiscal year better for your investors um because they're gonna sell pokemon like gangbusters you would assume unless people are poke fatigued but go to a poke center get that solved
0: yeah uh maybe they caught pokeris
1: Arceus? is that Arceus's uh, mispronounced is that an is that a, a disease
0: pokeris is a pokemon disease um where it makes uh your pokemon level up a lot faster
1: that sounds like a good disease
0: it is a good disease it's very uncommon um and it spreads uh if you if you have pokemon in your party altogether one has Pokeris. anyway um yeah I, I think it's interesting to talk about but like i think it's important to view it not necessarily as like oh this is going to hurt zelda because nothing like you said nothing's going to hurt zelda you could put that out now and it's going to sell but it, i think nintendo has to be cautious and conscious of hurting other games right i mean pokemon's going to sell well because pokemon's pokemon. pokemon but you cannot put zelda breath of the wild next to xenoblade chronicles because while there are fans of Xenoblade Chronicles and you'll play it, I'll play it. If you have I'll play someone it. I, I, know, I I know you'll I'm play it. live
1: it. Hey, guess what? what? Put me on that review IGN, I'll give it a 10 for you.
0: <laughs> sure, there you go. There you go. Done. Easy. Um, but like, you know, if you if most people have the choice between who if someone's going to buy one game, Zelda Breath of the Wild two or Xenoblade Chronicles three, they're most likely going to do uh, Breath of the Wild two, even if they are big fans of Xenoblade Chronicles, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is how it shakes out. So, yeah, it, you think it, it makes it seem like it could be pushed to twenty twenty three, especially because we haven't even heard we haven't we're two months it through the year we haven't heard about it yet. I I I.
1: I'm really failing, and, and I mean, I just wonder what that is going to be like on the Switch. I still, I, I am seeing, like, are they going to make it, like, like graphically, performance-wise, if they do anything to upgrade that game for Breath of the Wild, how is it going to run well on the Switch? Yeah. You're already seeing games struggling, so that's where my conspiracy theory hat gets put on just a little bit, and maybe they're just still waiting to do what they did last generation release it on switch we know but also next switch and maybe they're just waiting for that next switch so they're not necessarily motivated to get it out um yeah it's it's just what it's one of those things that like i don't know i i I think there's something going on with that game not necessarily a bad thing like it's going to be a good game
0: yeah but oh, there's yeah. something
1: more than it just being like, we're waiting. There's, there's something happening with it. I just can't put my finger on it.
0: Do you think, I mean, let's say we get a Switch Pro. Let's say it comes out this year. I mean, obviously, you, you, we get an, an announcement video with it. Do you think it would be like, here's the Switch Pro that we're showing off. And also, on the Switch, here's this game running on the Switch Pro.
1: Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 Switch Pro that's the
0: the name of it that's yeah the name of it he he gets rid of the sheikah slate and he picked uh, he just yeah. has a switch bro yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah that's what he uh, that'd be pretty funny actually it's <laughs> like how uh in
0: luigi's mansion you have the game boy horror <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 um, um yeah i mean I, I i see
1: that as a possibility to me that that's yeah. that's my little tinfoil hat theory about this whole thing um but then, like, when would they have released it if it was going to be on time? If they were going to release the other switch, would that have been last Christmas,
0: November, maybe?
1: With like,
0: when like Breath of the Wild two should would have come then?
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems odd. Like, there's so many things coming out this year. It's not like that Nintendo wakes up and is like, you know what? Or actually, we're going to release Pokemon on in in at the end of this year. see right, Like, right. it's like. They know what their schedule is like. They're thinking ahead. They're planning this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's just it's just it's interesting to me. I, I wish I was a fly in the wall. Maybe we think much more about this than Nintendo. Nintendo's just like, oh, we got this great game ready to release. Let's release <laughs> yeah. it right now.
0: Yeah, and we're yeah, all yeah. like, no, they have
1: this conspiracy theory. You know, they're gonna, they're waiting. This is not done yet. Maybe, but
0: yeah, I don't I don't know. I I'm excited i'm excited because i mean just just even talking about this like looking at what's coming out on the switch i'm like these are all games i want to play and will have a lot of fun playing yeah you know and,
1: and yet they couldn't release one of them for my damn airplane trip
0: yeah it's unfortunate justin I know. uh so like i think i mean i think the year nintendo will be fine if if this game doesn't come out in 2022 i won't be because i drafted it in our fantasy league um, <laughs> well, no one counterpicked it, so you can still drop it as soon as they announce it. I know, but I'm really hoping that that's going to carry me. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm really banking on that one doing me right. Uh, but I also think, like, the... Not self. I mean, selfish maybe is the wrong word. The thing about this that makes me sad is if it is pushed... We We talked about this at the end of last year, about how 2022 has the potential to be, like, one of those holy shit years in gaming with like all of the titles that come out. And if, if Zelda gets pushed, obviously that's not going to take away from the other fantastic games that are, that have come out and will be coming out through the rest of this year. But I think it, it would be like a, a tale of what could have been in terms of absolute powerhouses launching in 2022.
1: Hey man, what a year this is going to be.
0: I know already. It's what a year it's
1: been. I mean, my game of the year, um, Baldo. Oh, wait, no, that was last year. Uh, yeah, my game shit. of the year. Yeah. What, was the, what was the bad game we, we played?
0: Which one? I mean, Crossfire X? You didn't play that one, though. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Yes. Bad yes. game
0: we pl- you and I played?
1: Hmm. No, I think I'm making things up.
0: Like, can you give me a category? Anything you remember about <laughs> this game?
1: Uh, it's uh, you are playing it, and Mm-mm, it's mm-hmm. bad.
0: Hmm baldo
1: to me game of the Mm. year
0: baldo i'm excited i'm i'm excited for for what is to come but uh listener if you have any thoughts about what's what's coming in in the rest of 2022 or or what's going on with zelda uh we want to hear about them along with any other thoughts for anything we talked about today whether that's horizon horizon for ben west elden ring uh legend of zelda majora's mask uh smash not being an evo pokemon whatever is on your heart we want to hear about it and you can send us a dm on twitter at hitbox pod or you can tweet at us there as well we'll respond to you we'll we'll engage with you a little bit talk with you because as i mean i'm always curious about this sort of thing um or you can send us an email at hitbox official podcast at gmail.com you are listening to this on a podcast player. It would be cool if you gave us a follow there, left us a review. It's super simple and easy. It takes only a second, uh, and it does really change things for us a little bit. That would be very cool uh, if you feel so inclined. Justin, got anything else here at the end?
1: Yeah, uh, the my, my shit talking about Nintendo uh, comes to an end uh, this Friday. I believe it's Friday. Uh, Triangle Strategies coming out. Oh, yeah, um, it is. I don't know if I'm going to like jump out to get that because I'm about to get into Horizon and Elden Ring at yeah. the same time, one with each hand. Uh, so I don't think I, I can play all three of those games at the same time, but I'm I'm excited to play that game. I will be interested to see what the reviews are. So, Will, who
0: drafted that? It feels fr- like a Dave yeah. Parker Yeah. Pick. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. Um, so I'll be excited for that. And also Gran Turismo uh, 7 yes uh, comes out uh, which i sure i sure hope gets a seven or lower
0: do you have it counterpicked
1: no i don't but like no
0: oh, but for whoever grabbed that right I think it, it, alex grabbed that maybe and
1: alex and alex is like kicking all of our asses so yeah
0: i haven't had a game come out like <laughs> like i was looking yeah. at it and feeling bad uh, i actually do have to drop some of those games because i was looking at it. i was like i bought a bunch <laughs> of these like very without warning um but yeah uh good year for gaming great at least from from what it seems right now so hey thanks so much for listening we will catch you next week happy hitbox day if you're listening to this on wednesday um always remember old games are old see you later
1: bye